This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Grain futures rally in basis strengthens to defy harvest pressure, while the spreads tighten to put a premium on current delivery and a discount on the incentive to carry. Market volatility is also heightened and amplifies sell or store decisions made by farmers who are weighing how much to reward the market and how much to believe in further upside potential. We see potential setting up for stronger but also more volatile grain markets. Although the broader outlook is improved, we find that plenty of risk remains, especially in the short term. Consider whether you agree with these long-term positives and short-term negatives. On the long-term bullish, USDA is now on a path to correct global old crop inventories lower. The La Nina slow start in Brazil dense global production prospects in 2021. U.S. dollar falling against competitor and customer currencies. Outside money taking interest in commodity inflation story. Chinese pork market recovering from African swine fever. Global meat consumption recovering from COVID pressure. Looking at the short-term bearish negatives, U.S. meat consumption vulnerable to COVID this winter. U.S. ethanol consumption vulnerable to COVID this winter. Election outcomes are potential sources of uncertainty. Political tensions with China rising again. Short-term weather outlooks improved. Charts suggest grains overbought after recent rally. With this outlook, our market focus program recommends protecting stored corn with put options while opening long-term upside potential using a future replacement hedge. Our market focus program can assist with execution of this strategy in your brokerage account or will direct the opening of similar cash contracts with your buyer. There are many headline risks unique to months ahead, including the election outcomes, decision on trade and ethanol policy, the COVID pandemic response, USDA crop report changes, and more. While 2020 may still have various surprises in store for U.S. agriculture, the long-term view is shaping up more positively to present opportunities for those positioned to participate. Data and fundamentals fall one way or the other. The charts have a trend. Sometimes, like this year, the swings can be extreme. Last spring, I thought that from acres carryover in the charts, that $2.50 cash corn would be possible this fall. It came close in July, then in August it all turned, and I advised change horses, change horses. Today I am along December corn at an average price of 3.46, and also along soybeans at 9.12, rolling that contract to January on Friday. I bend all of my crop harvested as grain, intending spring sales. On the cattle, Creighton University climatologist Art Douglas looks for continued above-normal temperatures the rest of 2020 with below-normal precipitation for the southern half of the U.S. No real change in the overall drought. The chart and fundamental outlook for the cattle market remains bearish. After the washout of cattle prices from the first round of COVID, with the disruption of the supply chain both in processing and with consumers bottoming in April, there was a multi-month recovery of about 70% of the loss. Feedlots were focused on chart gaps left on the decline as targets for hedge sales, but the market ran out of buyers first. Targets were not reached. I pointed out how feeder cattle were leading the complex. They would generate various technical signals that live cattle would follow. 
The industry recovered kill capacity during the summer with much improved retail demand. The next fundamental to trip to cattle complex was drought. Ranchers moved feeders into feedlots because they had to. Friday's cattle on feed report was just another data point showing that. We'd advise ranchers not to fight the market, move feeders, and save the hay. It was not going to get better for a while. We now have what is at least a couple of decade record number of cattle on feed. Feed costs are going up, and we do not know where that ends, but it is likely to persist into spring or next summer. The beef market is showing counter-seasonal weakness as the winter season shuts off grills and restaurant trade shrinks as it moves inside. The second wave of COVID is now reaching a critical mass where health officials fear the worst is yet to come, and we have a fool for a president feeding the pandemic. If COVID again disrupts packing plant operations, curtailing kills with so many cattle on feed, the industry will go through the ringer all over again. At the very least, beef production will exceed demand over the next few months until we can open things up again next spring. There is still significant risk in cattle and beef prices. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on market opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.